What you call a heartthrob living? Start a podcast, catch up, just did it. Damn, talking for 20 plus minutes. Damn, he too deep up in the business. Catch up is a podcast monster. Every week still hoping for a sponsor. Hopefully in time he gonna blow. Right now, let's get to the show. Oh! Hopefully in time he gonna blow. Right now, let's get to the show. Hey, catch up. Let's go. Minimum wage heartthrobs. Let's go. Catch up. Hey, head ass boy. Yeah, man, you already know what time it is, cause it's time to get litty, baby. Yeah, minimum. Recording in the studios of Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Welcome to another episode of Minimum Wage Heartthrobs. Minimum. I am your boy, Ketchup. Listen, man, last episode was so long, we're not even going to talk about the last episode, man. So for that episode and the other 111 behind that, it is now on SoundCloud and in the iTunes store. You search Minimum Wage Heartthrobs. Download the podcast app, then search Minimum Wage Heartthrobs, and guess what? Your boy Ketchup is right there. Or if you don't like that, download the SoundCloud app, search Minimum Wage Heartthrobs, and guess what? Your boy Ketchup is still there. Or if you don't want to do that, you can just download the iHeart app, search Minimum Wage Heartthrobs, and guess what? Your boy Ketchup is still there, man, for real. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it's been so long, man. I think it's been about three months to be exact, because the last time I talked to you guys, it was um, it was like it was like All Star Weekend. You know, I was just talking about that. And that was a long, long time ago. You know, it's May now. But I was having problems with my laptop. G. like the battery had went out. I wasn't sure if it was the battery. Then I just didn't have the time for it. I was slacking, y'all. I don't know what was wrong with me. I was just like, I was just not into it. But I'm back now, ladies and gentlemen. Heartthrobbers, I'm back. I'm back. Nonetheless, I fixed my laptop. I bought the right battery off eBay. Everything is fixed. And we are good to go to the show, you know. And, it's, of course, you know, it's always been a lot going on. But as of right now, I just want to get into these bulls real quick. Um, it's been real up and down, man, since we uh, since we acquired v- Vukovic. It's been a minute, you know. Uh, you know, it's been a lot of ups, been a lot of injuries. Uh, Levine been out for a couple weeks. Uh, we was right there on the cusp. Being in the play-in, he was out. Then we, like, fell out of the play-in. You know, it got a uh... – no, they still holding on, man. It's, like, five games left. They still, like, two and a half out. Anything can happen, but uh, it's, it's, it's a slight possibility that that might not happen, you know. But from what I've seen from this team, man, we we just another – we're another guard away, man. That's just what I see. We're another guard a way and i'm just excited for the future man i just know 
that this Bulls team is in the right hands, man. And we got two all-stars in Zach Levine and Nikola Vukovic, a.k.a. Vucci Main LaFlair. Like, come on, man. Quit playing with him. And, um, yeah, like, I just feel like we, we got promising. Now, if I, I see Kobe White fitting into the plans, too. I mean, of course, Patrick Williams is going to be there. But, that I mean, after that, I don't know who else is going to be on the team. It's going to be a completely different team next year. It's going to get reshaped. A lot of these, um, I'm not going to call them bums, man. I, I hate to call people bums, but a lot of these guys like Denzel Valentine, Ryan Archer, Diacono, uh, Cristiano Felicio, uh, granted, yo, they they NBA players, but they, they shouldn't be NBA players on the Bulls, you know. They can be players elsewhere. Like, those roster spots can be filled better uh, with much better talent, you know. And I really hope that gets addressed in the off season. But, you know, anything can happen, man. You know, as long as there's a chance, when there's a will, there's a way. So it remains to be seen if the Bulls is going to come back and get into that play-in spot. Even though Boston just lost Jalen Brown, you know, that's that's real huge. And, um, you know, Bradley Bill is hurt too. And, you know, he hurt his hamstring. Going back and forth, you know, him and Steph Curry with this uh, scoring title. But what was funny, speaking of, of Bradley Bill, I just, I just want to talk about him real quick. You know, uh, Kent Bazemore, the Warriors, you know, Steph went for like 49 in like like 30 minutes, which was just like unreal. And then Bazemore like made a joke about Bill's uh, hamstring. And Bill was like, yo, stop playing, stop playing with me. Use a straight lane, you know? Use a lane. He put that in, like, you know, capital letters. Like, he he really he really meant that. And that was just funny, man, because, you know, Bradley Beal, St. Louis, uh, he don't play that. I don't know what Baysmore is from. Uh, and he said he was joking. But we don't joke about hamstrings around here, bro. We don't joke about that, you know? That's, that's a lot of things we just don't do, man. Just don't do that. And uh, speaking speaking of, you know, Bradley Bill and his team, you know, his teammate just made some history, man. Uh, Russell Westbrook, man. Russell Westbrook broke the record the other day. Uh, most triple doubles in NBA history, 182. Uh, I think people – I don't think he gets the, the credit that he deserves. Yes, it's like his style of play is just like something that people that's just not – I wouldn't say accustomed to, but it's like it's not accepted. Like Chris Paul's the way Chris Paul game is and his career and his accolades, like he's highly respected, highly decorated, all this stuff, you know. But yet, you know, Chris Paul, you know, only seen the conference finals, you know. Russ been to the finals, you know. Granted, you know, it was against a pretty good Miami team, but nonetheless, like they made it to the finals and they should have got to the finals again, you know. They was up, and then, you know, game six clay happened. But nonetheless, that that doesn't tarnish Westbrook's career, you know. Like, he's still putting up ridiculous numbers, and the fact that he averaging a triple-double is just, like, it's, it's fucking nuts, man. Like, he's putting up just some of the most ridiculous numbers that we've ever seen, like, ever seen. And it's just ridiculous. Like, some of these numbers – it don't even – it looks funny. Like, you couldn't even do this 
on like 2K with your my player if you try. Like just for the season, he's averaging 22 points, 11.6 rebounds, and 11.6 assists. Like going nuts, going ridiculous. Like slow down, bro. Like what are you trying to prove out there? It's just like nuts for a guy at 6'3 to be averaging you know, almost 12 rebounds a game. Like, the other day, he grabbed, like, over 20 rebounds. was just, like, fucking nuts. Like, it's, like, off his – it's ridiculous, man. Like, it's unheard of. Like, he out there, like, Charles Barkley grabbing boards, man. Like, it's, it's nuts. It's scary. It's very scary. Uh, salute to him, man. You know, congratulations to Russell Westbrook uh, breaking the record. Brick big O. Nobody thought that record would ever be broken. But look at him now. And um, I think he's going to continue to add on. He might be at – fuck around, be at 300 when it's all said and done. So, um, it's – yo, it's amazing, man. It's it's amazing. Salute to Russell. Straight up. Ooh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, of course, I always want to talk about my Cubs, you know. Uh, I always love to talk about them here and there. They've been playing pretty well lately. I just want them to keep it up. Uh, you know, I root for the Sox, you know. They, they the other Chicago team, you know. But – this is this a Cubs town, so uh, that's just that's just what it be like. And so far, you know, this this past week or so, you know, they they beat the smoke off the Dodgers. You know, the Dodgers been struggling, but hey, you know, we gotta take a sweep when you can. And then we took care of the Pirates two out of three. Should have lost. Should have should have won the last game. Shouldn't have lost that game, but nonetheless, you know. And then we got a series starting, uh, going with the Indians. It's gonna be very special, man. You know. And it's just like it, it. I don't know if we're gonna be good. I don't know what to expect from this season. I'm I'm expecting that it's probably gonna be a fire sale coming real soon. But I'm gonna remain patient and be in the moment as a Cubs fan and just be excited at the fact that we're playing some really good baseball. Uh, granted, we can get some better pitching, but hey, you know that that's just what we at right now. You know, hopefully some guys come up from the farm system. You know, fingers crossed, man. Fingers are freaking crossed for that. So, you know, I'm just hoping for the best for my Cubs, man. And then, you know, last but not least, what I want to talk about, I'm talking about, you know, I'm just proud of everybody that that's, if you haven't got, you know, your vaccine yet, uh, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Get the shot. It's very necessary, man. Let, let's get, let's get, you know, outside back how it used to be, man. And, you know, here in Chicago, uh, Lightfoot, uh, Mo Lightfoot. She planned on opening up, you know, the city by July 4th. So it's it's finna go nuts. It's finna be out of hand. But more importantly, just make sure you just stay vaccinated, man. Like, you get that, it's less to worry about, you know. Um, we can go out and have some fun. Have some fun like we supposed to last year. Last year, we just got, we was robbed, man. It was tough. It was humbling, but it was a lot of lessons learned from that. So if you can, man, just get vaccinated when you can, man. Go. Go take that, man. Go take care of yourself. Uh, it's getting ready. It's getting ready to open up, man. This is what we've been wanting. Like, we've been talking about this since last year. Like, last year we talked about how we could not wait for outside to open again, and this is what we're going to do, and blah, blah, blah. And, well, we, we like, we less than two months away. Like, two months away from, like, everything really just going to be open. Like, the same way how they talked about Atlanta, we're going to be open out here in Chicago like that. It's going to be real in the field. And it's going to be interesting, man. Very, very, very interesting, you know. I can't wait to see that, you know. Maybe. I don't know. If we, yeah, we're going to see. 
Uh, but it's very interesting, though. Very, very interesting. I like it. And um, I'm just excited, man. This is good for things to get sorted back to normal. Uh, you know, a lot of concerts and events is showing up with the Bulls games now. They're allowing people in the stands. Same way with, you know, the the Cubs games and the Sox games. And, you know, it's, it's, it's lit, man. It's, it's, it's very lit. And I'm just excited, man. Just excited for my city. Hopefully, you know, we keep the peace, man. That's the most important thing, man. Just keep the peace for real. Mm. Yeah. All right, y'all. Let's get into the main topic of the episode. Now, well, let me preview all the episode. This is episode number 113. 113. And this one is called Field in the Bear. And yes, we are talking about what the unthinkable that happened a couple weeks ago at the NFL draft. Can't wait to talk about that. Uh, also, you know, we got the head ass of the week. Uh, head ass of the week. Man, yo, bro, really going through it. I can't imagine. Can't imagine what he going through right now. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about him later. Uh, then we also got the catch five list. Catch five list going to be consistent of the best Chicago draft moments. And yeah, man, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be very interesting, man. So we're going to talk about that. But for right now, man, let's just get into the random thought of the episode. The random thought of the episode. I want to talk about Tim Tebow, man. And, you know, Tim Tebow just got signed by the Jaguars. You know, Tim Tebow is over 30 and he can't really play the tight end position, you know, um, but, you know, his boy is Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, you know, is damn near like his second dad. So, and it's cool, man. You know, I'm happy for Tim Tebow. If it all works out, it's fine. But Tim Tebow is just not that good of a football player to be getting signed, you know, to play tight end. Like, he's not that good, man. He's not that good of a tight end. And I just, I just really hate just like the open, uh, the open privilege, man. Like, it's just, like, just blatant all in your face. And I can't stand that, man. It's just unfortunate, like, how Urban Meyer continues to just, like, throws this, like, throw this around. And, you know, I have no problem with Tebow. You know, when, you know, like, my homie Jared, shout out to my homie Jared and the homies over there in Goodfellas, uh, A-Will, uh, the Doug, <laughs> and uh, D-Booth. Uh, shout out to everybody over there at Goodfellas. And, you know, you know, Jared brought up a point that, you know, Tebow was a good quarterback. You know, he had a good record. I believe he said he was like eight and four, seven and four. Um, you know, he had a good record as a quarterback, but that was a long time ago. You know, he's not playing quarterback. He's a tight end now. Um, and that's not he's not a good tight end. And they're going to bust his ass, man. And a lot of the NFL players are not happy and they with the shits and they don't like that at all. And it's just like. I just don't understand what point was he trying to prove. Like, he could have made him an assistant if he wanted to get him a job, you know? There's other ways to to hook up your homie with a job. Like, you know, every time, you know, you got one of your guys. When I remember when I was working at Soldier Field, you know, it was, I was like, hey, you know, put me on. Yeah, you know, but you got to do an application, you know? Like, I can't just, like, walk in and say, hey, you know, hire my man. No, that's, I don't have that type of pool. And, you know, you got to put in the work. So, like, I just don't understand, like, why would you go find this? And granted that he was not that good in baseball either. Like, he was playing baseball. He was very uh, terrible 
over in baseball in the farms in like the minor league. Not good at all. Very ass. And so he was a pretty good reporter doing college football. Very great. You know, I love his, his analysis. But as far as playing the game again, he needs to stop. Leave it alone. And, um, you know, like Urban Meyer being his enabler is just really some whack shit. But it is what it is. That's just um, that's that's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Uh, that is the random thought of the episode. Just want to talk about Tim Tebow getting signed with the Jags. This little privilege is 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 whack. That's all I got to say. Uh, all right, y'all. Let's get into uh, the head ass of the week. Uh, head ass of the week is Jamie Sun. Now nobody knows us really knows his name's like hey why are you bringing this up blah 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 well jamie son uh was engaged to uh naomi sharon and naomi sharon's a nice singer or whatever and you know they've been grinding you know they've been together for a long time and you know drake ended up noticing her she flew out there got an opportunity and she was getting studio time and, you know, getting her big break, you know, even flew him out, too. And then the whole time, uh, Drake was smashing her, like thrashing her shit and uh, putting her shit in a pretzel. And it was just like it wasn't it wasn't promising. And then he broke off their engagement. And I felt so bad. And I was like, damn, you know, why would Drake do that to him? Like, why would his girl like just like go and smash Drake like that? And uh, knowing that she was engaged. And I was like, damn, that's messed up for homie. Until I realized that they was, like, engaged for, like, eight years. And um, I always say that, like, if you engage for that long, like, you single. Um, Yeah, eight years is a long, long time to be engaged. Like, if it's there, it's there. If it's not, if it's not. Now, granted, you know, a lot of situations are different. A lot of situations are different, you know. Not everybody can just immediately, you know, do a, a, a wedding out the gate. And, you know, maybe a couple years, you know, two, three, four, somewhere around there, five, granted, you know. Um, yo, like eight years, though, eesh, you know, that that's, gosh, eesh. Um, that's, that's, you know, she was, I mean, technically she was, she was single when she saw Drake. Uh, like she wasn't married, but she, like, they was like barely together. Like it was, it was so in the middle. It was weird, man. And, uh, I just feel bad for homie, but hey, like eight years engaged. That's nuts, bro. Uh, you got victimized by Drake. Uh, it happens, man. And congratulations. You are the head ass of the week. Head ass boy. Boy. Yeah. Ooh wee. Man, victimized by Drake. I wonder how many times that has happened. I'm just, just glad it's not me. Uh, all right, y'all. Let's get into the catch five list. Catch five list is consisting of my favorite Chicago draft moments uh, coming in at number five, uh, Jay Williams, man. You know, when the Bulls drafted Jay Williams, I really thought that, you know, he was going to be next up, man. Like, I really thought that he was going to be, he was going to be the man. You know, they drafted him in 2002. He was the second overall pick, man. 
And I just remember going to one of his games and, you know, just at Duke, he was just like, he was the animal. Like, he was the player of the year, uh, two-time All-American, uh, two-time first-team All-ACC. Like, you know, they, they retired his number at Duke. Like, he was an animal. Like, he, he put in his work. And then, you know, he had the unfortunate, you know, motorcycle accident that almost killed him. But it was just so much hype, man, like, when we got him. Like, I remember him, he went off for a triple-double. And, you know, he had a real solid career, you know, like a real solid first year, you know. And, uh, you know, nine points, you know, three three rebounds, five assists, a steal. You know, he was he was pretty solid that first year. And then, you know, that was unfortunate. But that year, man, like it was so much hype around him and so much promise. And, you know, the city was just so happy just to get a guy like him. And it was just unfortunate, man. Just very, very unfortunate what happened to him, man. But I'm just happy that what well, how he he's able like what he's doing with his life now, doing the radio, college basketball, NBA. Um, just I'm, I'm proud of him, man. I'm, just, I'm glad he able to do what he, do what he's doing now. But I just wish that he still had that the NBA opportunity, man. It's just unfortunate, but that's why he coming in number five. Still never forget. Uh, best Chicago draft moments. Uh, number five, Jay Williams. He got drafted to the Bulls. Yeah. Come in number four, and this one is just recent. I just love this one for the story behind it. Uh, Ed Howard the Fourth. Uh, he got drafted to the Cubs last year. Now you know it's baseball. You know, granted, there's not a lot to really speak on about baseball. You know, nobody really knows when the first round pick will ever you know make it to the league. Baseball, sometimes you're not even guaranteed to make it. Uh, so, but this guy right here, I was. this was just a good moment for the city because for those who don't know Ed Howard, he was uh, the same guy that was on the Jackie Robinson team uh, back in, yes, man, yes, we are that old, man. We are that old. It don't even seem that long ago, man. Like, it's crazy, ain't it? Very, very crazy. Like he was the same one from 2014. That was that was like seven years ago. That don't even seem like it. The same guy from seven years ago that was on that Jackie Robinson little league team, and just like now he got drafted in his hometown, you know, to the Cubs. And it's just like it's beautiful, man. Like he's born and raised here. Like same guy that just like represented the city. Like they came so close. And like they was man, they was amazing. And then just to see him just to get drafted to his city is just it was just like it was everything, man. So uh, much salute to Ed Howard the fourth. That's why he's coming in number four. Uh yeah, number four. Ed Howard the fourth getting drafted by the Cubs. Hopefully to see him playing in Wrigley in about two years approximately. Yeah. Come in number three. You know, this might be controversy, but, you know, I just got to, I just got to, I got to call a spade a spade, you know. Uh, Coming number three is, is going to be Jordan, you know. Now, granted, you know, Jordan is Jordan. He is who he is. But, you know, that w- that wasn't my time, you know. So that's why it's still important, very important. I still, we still thank Portland for, you know, grabbing Sam Bowie. We appreciate them so, 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 so much. Even though, like, Mike and, and Nike and stuff, like, in Portland would have been, like, ideal. But he still, you know, went nuts over here in Chicago. And we still appreciate them for that great uh, fuck-up. And we forever appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? We forever appreciate it. 
But yeah, like you know, I just I got put Mike right there at three, man. You know, like I can't, I don't remember how the city felt because you know I was born in '89. You know, when he was drafted, you know, I, it was it was a wrap. You know, I I ain't know about him. He was already winning championships. Now it's yeah, be like Mike, be like Mike. So like. I can't really tell you the, the excitement around that, but it was still a great moment because it's fucking Mike, you know? It, it's Mike, you know? It's, that's, that goes without saying. So that's why he comes in number three, uh, Michael Jordan. Coming number two, and uh, it's, it's going to be my main topic, but, you know, Justin Fields, man. Uh, Justin Fields getting drafted uh, by the Bears uh, with the 11th pick. You know, they trade up to get him. Uh, it was amazing, man. Like, it was it was a it was a pipe dream, you know. We was just hoping and praying, fingers crossed. You know, if we get a quarterback, we know we needed a quarterback because we just got Andy Dalton. You know, I'm gonna get into more about that later. But yeah, Justin Fields, the Bears drafting him, that was just like that was a big moment, man. That was a big moment. I'm gonna get a little. I'm gonna get into a little bit more about that later. But that's number two, Justin Fields, um, this year again drafted by the Bears. But the number one uh, best draft moment will always be, for me, uh, Rose when he got drafted by the Bulls. I just remember that like it was yesterday. We had no reason to be in the running for that draft pick, man. Like, we we was like a 500 team, man. And it's just like somehow, some way, the – Everything just like worked out just perfectly for us, man. And and somehow, some way, we got that number one pick. And I just remember walking around, and everybody in the streets was like, "Yo, we just had Kirk Heinrich." But everybody in the streets was like, "Yo, we getting Pooh, man. Like Pooh was coming here, even though Michael Beasley was the fucking animal." Oh my goodness, Michael Beasley was an animal. He was an animal at Kansas State, a fucking animal. But it was Pooh, man. Like. We just knew that we was getting our hometown guy from Simeon, from Inglewood. And, like, he, like, the rest is history, man. The rest is freaking history, man. That's why that'll always be the best draft moment. Because it's like, it wasn't supposed to happen, but it happened. And, like, it's like, that was beautiful, man. That was just like, it, it was beautiful. And it just brought so much excitement and, like, hype and joy to the city it was just it was it was amazing man so that's why that's coming in number one of my catch five list of best chicago draft moments and that leads me right into the main topic of the episode once again this is episode number 113 and it's called field in the bear man and i just want to say like every day like it, it's still surreal and it still haven't hit me yet that the Bears drafted Justin Fields, man. Like the whole offseason, man. Like the offseason, that was really it was some trying times, man. Trying times. We knew that Trubisky wasn't coming back. And um somehow Foles is still on the team. And then it was like, oh yeah, you know, we should go and get uh uh, it might be Andy Dalton out there. We should go get Teddy Bridgewater. We should go get Cam Newton. Cam Newton re-signed with New England. Teddy Bridgewater, well, he ended up going away. They ended up trading him. Um, you know, they was like, yo, we should go get Carson Wentz. They almost traded for Carson Wentz. We should go get Jimmy Garoppolo. Not going to get him. And so it was just like a lot of rumors, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. 
And then at the 20th pick, we had no chance of getting any type of quarterback. Then San Francisco traded up. Then the Jets traded up. So then it was like Jaguars, uh, yeah, Jaguars, Jets, Niners, you know. And then I'm like, yo, there's no chance that Justin Fields, you know, that's I felt that he was like the best quarterback in the draft. Trevor Lawrence is an animal. But the way that, that Justin Fields performed in the playoffs, I really thought that he had a shot at being the number one pick. But, you know, you know, Trevor Lawrence was just flat out just amazing, so I get it. But I still felt that he was the second-best quarterback, second-best player in the draft. And when, you know, obviously the Jets fell in love with Wilson, so he went to two. And then three, I just assumed that – Justin Fields is going to the 49ers, and then the 49ers grab Trey Lance, and Trey Lance going to be an animal too. But once I saw that happen, I'm like, you know, you know, anything can happen. Anything can happen, and the Bears could possibly trade up. And then I got that, the greatest phone call of my life. Shout out to my baby sister, uh, Tia, and shout out to my homie Q. And they FaceTimed and was like, yo, did you see it? Did you see it? I'm like, no. And then I just got the notification. It was like the Bears traded up to the 11th pick. And I was like, oh, shit, we about to go get a quarterback. I saw that Justin Fields was still on the – the. I don't know why he was still on the board. For some reason, he was still on the damn board at 11. And then the Bears did the unthinkable – and we went and got our franchise quarterback. Oh, my goodness. That was amazing. Like, I'm still I'm still in shock right now, man. Like, I still – I'll never forget that, man. That's, that's just something I'll just – I'll never forget. And I'm just so glad that we finally got our franchise guy, man. We finally did it, man. Like, yo, we had Andy Dalton as our starting quarterback, and they said he was going to be our quarterback at week one. And, you know, that's a hard pill to swallow. Now, granted, you know, Andy Dalton, I get it, man. I get it. He's he's decent. But, yo, Andy Dalton, I, I did not want this guy to be my starting quarterback for the whole year. And I knew they had to address it. I just didn't think that we would have that opportunity to get Justin Fields, man. What? What? Justin Fields? And it's like, you know, I look at Justin Fields the same way I look at Deshaun Watson. And speaking of Deshaun Watson, yo, I hope everything worked out with him. I don't know if he did all that shit, but I know he did some shit. We're not going to talk about that. But, yo, I look at Justin Fields the same way as Deshaun Watson. Same breath, the same way, yo, I felt like, He's a game-breaking, you know, player like that. He's an impact player. And to have that guy on the roster uh, as our quarterback, as much of a struggle we had at quarterback with Trubisky, um, you know, up and down, Cutler, up and down, Cal Orton, Chad Hutchinson, Jason Campbell, Henry Burris, Craig Krenzel, like I could keep going, Eric Kramer, Rick Meyer. Yo, we've had some real wacky-ass quarterbacks, man. Man, yo, it's been struggle. Rex Grossman, sexy Rexy. I almost forgot about him. Him too, man. Yo, is yo, it's not been promising, man. Chase Daniel, uh, Nick Fole, 
The, the storm is over, man. The storm is fucking done, son. Yo, we finally got a quarterback, man. We finally got one, man. It's been a long time coming, man. I'm just glad that we got it, man. That's all That's all I'm excited about. And, like, shit, I'm fucking standing up right now, man. That's how, that's how excited I am doing this podcast to talk about it. Even though the draft happened, that was weeks ago. Nigga, I'm partying. I know that was a while ago. But I'm just telling you right now, oh, man, that was a franchise-changing pick, you know, for us to get that guy like that, amazing, man, amazing. I'm so excited. Oh, man, so excited for the Bears, man. You know, the sky's the limit right now. Oh, my goodness. That right there is the, the end of the episode, man. Uh, listen, thank y'all so, so much, man. I know it's been a minute. I'm sorry. My bad, my bad. You know, I didn't expect my my laptop to be as messed up as it is. But, you know, granted, I got it fixed and we're back in the groove. You know, we're back and we're vibing and we're grooving. And, you know, I'm going to keep getting these podcasts out every week now. I, I got it going now. Just trust me. I got y'all. I got y'all. I love y'all. For real, for real. And so with that being said, it is now time to get into the shout out. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, the first shout out will forever and always go to the Jose Cuervo Silver. Your Jose Cuervo Silver. Sponsored your boy, man. Sponsored your boy, man. I'm on the main line. Uh, shout out to Jack Daniels, uh, Honey, Tennessee Whiskey, yo, the whole corporation. Yo, you can sponsor your boy too, you know? You can definitely sponsor your boy. Uh, shout out to Canada Dry Ginger Ale because that shit is so fucking amazing. Uh, shout out to Direct Deposit because that is also fantastic. Shout out to Unemployment because that has also been fantastic. Shout out to the stimulus checks that we've been getting because that is also fantastic. Shout out to the people that's getting these PP loans because that is also fantastic. Shout out to the people that's doing doll coin and, you know, raking up on that. Y'all doing fantastic too. Shout out to the Bears because we really got Justin Fields. What, man? Yo, that's, that shit's still nice. I still can't get over that. And uh, last but not least, shout out to my baby, Jordan. You know, she's finally, you know, doing in-person learning for kindergarten. I'm so excited. I'm excited for her. You know, I love my baby. Daddy loves you. Y'all know y'all can find me, man. Y'all can find me everywhere on Snapchat at CatchUpDan. You know, I'm about to start getting back up on Snapchat, man. I see they added music, little added music filter or whatever effect. And they had Lil Wayne on there. And it was like a little dedication one, dedication two on there. I was like, okay, I fucks with it. I might, get, I might start fucking with Snapchat more, you know? So, uh, yeah. Uh, find me on Snapchat at CatchUpDan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at DanCatchUp. Uh, follow the business page on Instagram, minimum underscore wage underscore heartthrobs. Catch the website, what's the catch.com. You know, I'm finna start writing some shit because I always say that, but I'm really gonna start writing some shit for real, for real. I'm back on that with y'all. Um, I'm, 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 I'm back focused, man. I'm, I'm really on some shit. You know, I, I'm on it. That's all I can say. I'm back on it with you guys. And, uh, yo, that's it, man, you know. And uh, like I always say, wait, wait, what I always say? Nothing. I just, I just end the show. 
Uh, thank y'all so, so much for tuning in to Minimum Wage Heartthrobs, the podcast. I'm your boy, Ketchup. <gasps> Minimum Wage Heartthrobs, baby. Ain't that a bitch? I'm ketchup, motherfucker. Must uh, zap your dumb oh, ass. Shit.